like it. We'll do it live. Oh, now it's okay. Live. We are <laughs> we are live on the Sunday Punch Podcast with very special guests, an old friend that I haven't seen in person in a while. Have yes. talked many different times. Yes. Uh, we won't go on your last name, but if you once you do your introduction, if you want to do that, it's fine. I'm going to call you Donnie Dimes for now. We also have joining us who, let's just kind of induct him into the SPP here. Charlie, he's been on the last two. He's joining. He knows nothing about fighting, but he's joining us anyway. And we're going to talk just a little brief preview of the episode. Going to talk about me and Donnie's history. A little introduction of Donnie and his buddy Aaron, who has joined us as well today. How are we doing? They'll break down their uh, their company a little bit. We'll get into the Costa Vittori fight, the weigh-in, the drama, the craziness. Talk a little bit of McGregor, because I think there might be an angle here with Ferguson. We'll talk about our own fight stories, and then we'll go ahead and close out maybe talking about COVID. We were just talking about this before the cast. Who knows? You got to stick around, but... But for now, we'll play the intro and then we'll get into the show. Hey, um, we realized that what you're doing as head coach, you don't know how to do. <laughs> so we need to give that part yeah, to somebody enough else. with the... And I want to win. Winning's the most important thing to me. All the other conferences, this is your Super Bowl, okay? <laughs> the tax slayer outback 7-eleven bowl is your super bowl <laughs> um welcome welcome donald yes aaron yes how are we doing welcome to the sunday punch podcast actually you know what i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna pull an audible immediately Let's start off with you introducing yourself instead of me going into all about me and my backstory. You guys introduce yourself, what you're doing right now, what you want to promote, and then let's get into the juicy side stories that, Don, you know that me and you have. Juicy, yeah. My name's uh, Don Cappy, good friend of Adam for a.k.a. Acebo. You don't know that. For many, many years, okay? We used to act together uh, in, on the stage with the ladies and old women of Boca Raton, Florida. It was killer. It was great. Uh, right now, what I'm doing is I'm uh, working with Valuetainment, Patrick Bet David, uh, YouTube channel, and it's been such a cool experience. I've been learning a lot. So I just wanted to get onto a podcast for the first time so I could kind of build up my skills. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Aaron, sure. Aaron is uh, actually one of my clients through Valuetainment. We've been working together. He's got a killer company. I'll let him go into that a little bit. Awesome. How are you guys doing? My name is Aaron King. I'm the owner of a company called Moonman Hemp. Um, what Moonman is, is we specialize in um, products that are called Delta 8. Basically, what Delta 8 is, just a legal form of THC. Um, we have a website that's called moonmanllc.com, and we're going to throw up a discount code, uh, Sunday Punch, and you'll be able to get a little discount code with your order. Oh, yeah, baby. So awesome. Oh, yeah. Wait a second. MoonmenLLC.com, you said? Yes, sir. Boom. Boom. Look at that. Boom. Nice. That's software. This software Hell is it. crazy good. Okay. Yeah. Let's say I want to do a plug here for StreamYard. 
It yep. allows you to put anything on the screen. It allows you to play hilarious clips if you want. Uh, I do like doing it professionally with the 4K camera and everything else. But if you're just getting started, StreamYard is a very, very good choice. So that's my own plug. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks um, for us. So, Don, yeah, you mentioned we did meet initially through a little production called American Idiot. Maybe. Have you heard of it? By Green Day. Yes. And uh, our, our buddy, Nick Rapuano, had just graduated from, I believe it was... <laughs> I'm looking to you. I, I know you are. Stella Adler Acting Conservatory in New York. Oh, is that it? Yeah, I've been he, telling people NYU for six no, years. no, no, no. Stella Ad, it's like Stallone went there, like a, a bunch of actors, right? Went there. But it's not a okay. University. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So Nick graduated, and mm -hmm. he was putting on. He was trying to get you know start in the, in the industry here, and so but he moved back to Boca Raton. Mm -hmm. So he's like, well, what the fuck? So he put on a uh, a production, mm -hmm. American Idiot Green Day. He calls me up. He knows that I like to sing. I had a rap album at the at, at the time, so he was like, "Oh, this guy, this guy knows how to, you know, he he's interested in the space." Let's say, yeah. So he's like, "You want to come in for an audition?" I did. Actually, a funny thing about the audition: I go in, I knew nothing about the play at all, at all, and he like just gave gave me like one sheet. I'm doing the whole thing in a New York accent. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> it's like green day you know it's green yeah yeah i'm like yo tony <laughs> but then i sing and they could see that i could at least in the background hold no, it up. You, have, you have a voice yeah not good enough to be you know front and center but a background voice so they're like yeah you can be this minor part blah 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 and then i think someone dropped out and then he called you up you joined like halfway through the american yeah. idiot play yeah so you guys were already in production and he called i was always his like you know option if somebody if somebody wasn't doing well you just call me and be like hey hey i know you could do this part not to do this accent but i know you could do this part and i'd love to have you involved love to have you in the play so then right. i remember i came in and i was seeing all you all you guys like up on stage and i'm like well I, I think I won a part. And then he, you know, gave me a lead. He gave me like the role of honey. And I'm like, okay, I got it. But I was, I was in my senior year of college at the time. And I had so much that I was doing. I had, a, I had an internship. I, I had to close out all my grades really good. And I just said, you know what? Screw it all. I'm going to do American Idiot. Right? <laughs> it's a terrible decision, but it's fine. Like, but it led me down a great path, you know? Dude. Led to many things. You wouldn't be on the SPP right now without American I, Idiot. Um, but how long ago was that now? Dude, I don't even know. I don't five, even want to remember. Five years. Was it five years? Isn't that crazy? 23? Yeah. Five yeah, years. I think it's five, six years now. Yeah. It's been a while. But you joined. You joined, and we would go through practice, and, and the routine was we would then go to O'Brien's, oh, the local Boca Raton legendary oh, bar. Yeah, yeah. In Boca Raton. And so we became friends. Actually, the whole crew became very good friends. And if you remember, yeah. so Nick, very passionate guy. 
not the greatest with the details. Because <laughs> our practices were like once a week. It's yeah. a full play. And he's like, hey, in six weeks, we're going to start performing in front of people. And so we go in for like an hour and a half. No one knows what the choreography is. No one knows what like the lyrics are. And so about, I'd say three weeks in is when I said, wait a second, guys, we're about to be like super embarrassed in front yeah. of people. Everybody if, if we just go out there and we're like, we're like, like I'm an American. I think these are the words. <laughs> so I would, we, we would come to my place at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And we would hold all of these, like literally the entire play. We would set up like in the stair stairwell when someone would have to come down. We would set um, up in the living room. Yeah. And we would buy a shit ton of beer and uh, drink a lot. But I think those moments of when we were at my place practicing saved us a lot of embarrassment. Oh, yeah. Would you concur? No, th those became the most fun times of the entire play because we just be I'm a cat. <laughs> I'm a kitty cat. No, no shit, you are. No shit, you are, man. A little, a little background. We had um, there were some younger girls in the play. They're they, they eighteen years parties, old. Bro. They became parties. That's what they were. At the end of the day, we were over at your aunt's like two story house, and they became. <laughs> and we rehearsed the play. We'd kill it. We'd do such a good job. We'd move. Yeah, we got that awesome, awesome. Okay, now let's get drunk. Okay, let's get drunk. But it, it's not. Yeah, you can go on about what you were going to talk about. Well, I want to give some context to the kitty cat thing because it was near Halloween time, by the way. It was near Halloween time. And so she was this one girl was wearing uh wearing kitty ears and just just randomly after drinking a while just looks to the group and says, I'm a kitty. I'm a kitty cat. And we're like, okay, well it wasn't Don? No, it wasn't me. No. Sure? No. It wasn't me. But dude, we became like really good friends. I would think with the the entire cast, which of course yeah. we thought was going to last forever, and then we never saw anyone afterwards, <laughs> ever not, again. Not even the legendary Rio. Not even the legendary. Rio. No, but I have promoted his music on this cast. Thank so we God. were in. We were in uh, this one guy in the musical. I would say, I was the least talented. Don was the second most talented and yeah. then rio was the most talented though because he it, had the voice he could play the guitar mm -hmm. and uh but i have promoted his music on the cast do you remember our warm-up song did before each show with rio we would sing the tim and eric song we yes we it, would and, and we do it every, every single time. show and the one time that we didn't do it wait 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 before we <laughs> Before we get to before that point, because let me video. let me yeah. let me play the video for you. This yeah. is what we would play before every single show and sing as if it, we were performing with Rio, who had a guitar. Since the women left us, we were forced to live alone. We rented an apartment, only one bedroom, so we sleep together with a pillow in the middle. I like my daddy. We kiss good night, night.
So obviously we had to play that. Obviously. <laughs> that um, was one of our favorite shows called Tim and Eric. And it's just a very bizarre show. Adult um, as you can hear, he's talking about making out with his own father. Yeah. But um, we would play that before every show. And then I'll let you take take it away from here, Don. So so we made it a thing to play it before every show. And the one time we, we were saying, yo, we don't have time to do it. And I'm like, but what if something happens? Like, it's tradition at this point. We don't have time to do it. We just got to go right on stage, right? This is like one of our last – it might be the last performance or second last performance of the show that we just decide not to sing this legendary song, Tim and Eric. And we're in the middle of a scene, and I think, Adam, you were in that scene. I was. Oh, I'm, I was, yeah. I'm, I'm like in the back of the room, probably chilling with Gabby, who will get – you know, Gabby. And which in the back of the room – looking at the stage and all of a sudden one of the girls that was that was in the play falls nikki falls over in agonizing pain because what 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 happened like her calf tore or something in the middle of the scene no she tore her acl she tore her acl yeah in the middle and then continues to finish the scene in the most honorable manner i've ever seen in my entire life with a torn acl and then did the rest of the show and then did the rest in of the wheelchair show. <laughs> so so i remember the dance move nick rap by the way nick rapuano did choreograph the entire show so was nick rapuano responsible for a torn acl that's for the pundits to decide i'm not yeah. going to do that on the spp but yeah. let's just say without it without this choreography nikki probably still has an acl anyways moving on the the choreography was she's like doing this and like she's got to stomp hard right yeah and she stomps hard and just like screams and goes down and i am still singing with um what's her name steph, steph. stephanie stephanie the verde and uh we're looking at each other like don't want to be an american <laughs> <laughs> But, dude, I got to give it to Nikki. She keeps singing, right? And we just kind of, like, drag her off the stage. And yeah. she's, we're like, what's the, we need to, you need to go to the hospital. Ball. She's like, fuck that. Like, put me in that wheelchair. I'm doing the rest of this show. <laughs> Fucking warrior. warrior. And that's why they say the show must go on, dude. Show the must show go. must go on. Yeah. To your point, we actually did hang out. One time after the show was complete, and then we'll put an end to this story because yeah, it's got it's gotten to that point. We're at the 15 minute point, but we did invite one of the girls, Gabby, and her friends to Miami after the show to yeah. go out clubbing with us. Yes, and uh, she brings two of her friends it's me, Donnie. And my buddy, RJ. Yeah. And um, I'm just going to leave this here, Don. And you you can't respond. You're not allowed to respond to this. So yeah. I go to Don. I'm like, hey, I'm kind of interested in uh, in Gabby's friend, Harley. Like, you mind if I, like, go after like her, like, when we go out to the club tonight? And you're like, no, dude, I'll go for Gabby. Oh and I was God. like, okay. It's on, it's on you're not allowed to respond. <laughs> um and so we're hitting it off whatever rj who by the way said beforehand i'm not gonna try it all i don't give a shit about this 
is making out with the third girl because here's a lesson for you people. When you don't care or try at all, girls find that irresistible. So then there's me and Donnie, like really trying, like, like like really going for it. I'm singing the whole night, you know, but, but the night went terribly, but continue. You're not allowed to respond. Okay. And, um, we get back to the apartment, right? Gabby, unfortunately, had too much to drink and yeah. goes to the bathroom. She is sick to her stomach, blah, blah, blah. This is when Don, in his mind, thinks, well, free game. I know Adam's been working on Harley the entire night, but uh, I think I'm going to go after her now. I come back in the room, and he's cuddling with Harley. I'm like, bro, total dick move. Yeah. So then I'm like, wait a second. Gabby has recovered at this point in time. <laughs> oh my. She's had a couple glasses of water. You got the timeline is like, this is like two hours after she's like talking to us and everything else. So I'm like, all right, well, she's fine. And so then I'm like, all right, Dot, I'm going to go for Gabby. There's only one bed. Donnie keeps switching back and forth, cuddling with both. I'm like, Dude, so at that point, I'm like, well, fuck it then. I'm just going to like sleep in the dog bed over here. I'm like, I guess I won't get with it. Don just kept going. He couldn't make up his mind is, you know, the, is that, the main point of the story. I hear a lot of cuddling, though. Not that's a lot of that's that's happened a lot. In the gentleman, a gentleman never tells. I'm not going to go into graphic. Where's the third either. guy? But anyway, Where's he's, RJ? He's on the rooftop doing some like pornography movie on like the roof in Miami. The guy who could care less going into the night. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Moving on from that. That's great story, though. Revealing topic. Yeah, it's a great story. Great story, by the way. All right, let's get into the real business here. Uh, Costa, Vittori, let's just go ahead and play the old face-off, and then we'll get into the fight. Let me pull it up here. <laughs> fuck you. What? 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 I'm fucking punishing you. Try the man. You're, You're a fucking pussy. You're a fucking bitch. Try, 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 try. Try, bitch. Try, try. Try. You fucking pussy. You lost to the fucking scale. You lost to the fucking scale. You gotta lose it, man. You'll know that. You gotta lose it. And tomorrow, tomorrow night, Paulo Costa and Marvin Vittori. Initial thoughts, dude. I like I like when he said he lost to the scale. Where was Dana? He wasn't. He wasn't. In the Dana was taking right? that video. He was taking. I got, the- I got that from Dana White's Twitter. Dana White's Twitter, baby. You know, Dana's Dana's one of my favorite people in the whole world. If he's filming, it's got to be set up. It's like perfect. Oh, that's true. But he had his like uh, bodyguard there. Dana is. He makes a lot of money off of setting up these situations where guys might get a little heated, but right, he's a marketer. It's, it's also all based off the reality of the situation. So a lot of these guys, through the hype up of the hate, they actually play the role, and then they start hating each other. Like, you know, you, you have to pit Khabib against Connor or Khabib against Dustin, which was a little bit more agreeable. But Khabib versus Connor got really, really nasty, like actual nasty, because – 
Connor was going after his faith and his family. And it's like some of these guys, Eastern Bloc country, you just don't do that. Muslim background, you can't make those sort of comments. Oh, they hate each other for sure. They, they will go nuts. It's like a it's, it's faith to them. You can't screw with it. Whereas Connor's like, you know, total troller. Like, Khabib, you're, you're a little loser. You're going to go back to your family and they're going to get rid of you. Your faith is going to hate you. And he's like, I'm going to which, which I believe is quote for quote what Connor said, by the way. Yeah, no, that's literally what <laughs> your faith is going to get rid of you. Your faith is going <laughs> to. The, the Muslim Brotherhood gets together and they're like, Khabib, go he's on. out. He's out. He's out. Send him to the bear forest. <laughs> Send him to wrestle those bears. We don't even, we film that on the side. That's underground. <clears throat> but a little background here on why um, he said he lost to the scale. So Costa shows up yeah. two days ago. And he weighs, I said 225, you said 212. Let's 212. let's cut it, like 217. Okay. He weighs way more than 185, which is the agreed-upon weight. So Costa comes to the press conference, is like, I weigh like 215. I don't know what you want to do. <laughs> which I think is actually kind of a genius strategy because he's like, in his mind, he's like, what are they going to cancel the UFC fight? Or yeah. – should I just give him 20% of my paycheck and then gu guarantee that I'm 30 pounds heavier than him and can like completely destroy him, which is why I bet on Costa to win this fight. Do you think it was a strategy or you think he's just lazy? I think he's just arrogant and lazy. That's I, and I will say that a lot of the stuff that I'm going to say is directly taken from my boy, the weasel. Okay. The Weasel on YouTube, I'm telling you right now, is the best MMA commentator there is. Besides, oh, let me write this down. He has the best information. He does all the breakdowns, all the stats. This is how I can go to anybody and kind of have a UFC conversation from the Weasel. He's the king of UFC. And so, he, did the Weasel say he's just he has oh, yeah. always a problem? Yeah, he he hates he hates what's going on. Like he's very big about. Um, the brand of the UFC and the integrity of the sport because he comes from a martial arts background. So he doesn't like when somebody shows up and it isn't cutting weight. Like that doesn't, that doesn't vibe with him. It's just a, you know, he's messing with Dana and he's messing with the UFC and it's not going to go well. Cause he got a big head when he went to go fight Israel and he was asking for a bunch more money and Dana was telling him no. And now all of a sudden there's a fight scheduled. So we don't quite know what happened there, but it, it's not a good path for Acosta moving forward after this. Just not. Unless he, if he loses, yikes. Well, that's why I bet on him. I think, like, I think the public doesn't like Costa, and that's influencing the gambling odds because Victoria is right now a minus 189, which is like a toss up in UFC. Yeah. But I think, I think it's because no one likes Costa. And so I think there's some good money to be had, especially in fighting, when the stronger, heavier guy usually wins the fight. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about Costa before he got destroyed by Adesanya. Like, he was, like, the I, next big thing. Yeah. Because he, he beat uh, Rom uh, Romeo. Romero. Romero. Yeah. Whatever his name is. <laughs> he lost. I don't have to remember it. Um but he beat him, and he was going, like, punch for punch with one of the most insane. feared strikers everywhere. Insane. So I think there's 
there's still some time. I'm watching it on the side here. It's not on yet. There's still some time to bet on Costa. In fact, it's my click it to pick it. It's my lock it. It's my lock of the week. Yeah, your lock of the week. Oh uh, yeah, I think bet Costa to win this fight. Heavier guy, stronger, Way and I think fight. Vittori for just accepting it at two hundred five is just like he's a nut. I mean, he's a crazy person. So like to him, he's like, ah, whatever. I'll fight anybody anywhere. Well, it's a Bad main strategy. Event. It's a main event. So why would you not take a main event fight on a, on a UFC card? But it's like, is this a big main event? No. I mean, we're, we're talking. No, that's, that's why it's at four o'clock. Four o'clock. Right. Is it in Vegas? Or are they doing it at four o'clock in Vegas? Like, where is this no, fight? No, it can't no. possibly be in Vegas. Abu but, uh, Dhabi no. or somewhere. Uh, I don't know, Charlie. Charlie, look this one up. I already have it. Get up. your get your BTS guy to do this. Where's Jamie, which, dude? Which one? Jamie. Yeah, where's Jamie. The, where's the where's the BTS butter? It's, it's in, in Vegas. Vegas. So what's it? One it is in Vegas. So they had to they had to cut the time for a costume. It's just like a matinee, dude. They're like, <laughs> there's like a they're like it's a buffet. Come on out. Come on out and watch Costa. It's brunch. Come on, watch. <laughs> Come on, get some brunch down down in Vegas. It's a new Dana White strategy. He's like the brunch crowd. That's mimosa. who we have to market Everybody's to. Everybody's got a mimosa. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. So wait, let's get into why you like Dana White so much. Is it because of his marketing skills? I just respect him as a CEO up up most. I mean, there are there are only a few companies that are as successful as what he's done in the past. You know, however long he's been at it, what, 10 years building up the UFC since he acquired it from yeah. from how like 60 grand. How, how much did he buy it for? No, he, uh, he bought it for two million, I think. Yeah. Two, but now it's like it's a it's, it's we're, we're right talking now. billions of dollars of a franchise. If it's not billions now, it will be. And and the, the other thing is the creative creativity element of his crews and his videography and the stories he tells, like the the segments that lead up to the fight are always so compelling and powerful and. I mean, I, I got really upset with the John Jones, um, the steal when he they completely stole it from uh, what's his name? Do you remember the guy's name? Dominic Reyes. Reyes, when he completely stole it from Reyes, the true king, you know. But after that, let's let's say you have a fight like that and you lose, and you know that the the UFC, aka the the uh, government, stole the fight from you. You're going to be devastated. That's why I don't think Reyes has won another fight. But yeah. I, I just love Dana. I just love how when you he lose the title fight. That's another thing. Betting wise, when someone loses a title fight and they that's their one shot at it, always bet against that person in the next fight because they're usually mentally ruined. Ruined, yeah. And so and dude, we're looking we're looking at some really weird stuff with Gaethje too right now, where Gaethje's been completely silent and now he's going to come out and fight Chandler. But Gaethje hasn't been competitive since he lost to Khabib. It seems like the big fight that ruins you is the Khabib fight. Ruined Connor, ruined Gaethje. I will say it did not ruin Dustin. He he just got back into the fight. You know, I I, I have so much respect for Dustin. I got to meet him at our conference that we had Boy. in September. Oh, really? Yeah, and he was a super nice guy, just very down to earth. He he did an interview with with Patrick with PBD, and it was it was killer. It's it's on YouTube, but he just talked. You try about some of his hot sauce, kid. dude. I yes, I have. Did it's, he pour it in your mouth? It's spicy. No, he did. Like I would have requested. Yeah, I mean, it's a little when you're dealing with special guests like that. You can't just ask him to pour it in your mouth. But 
you know, hey, Dustin, happy to have you here. Pour some hot sauce in my mouth. It's not how it works. I do think he should have brought it as, you know, yeah, a, little sample. a little product placement, you know, in the middle of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Connor really hasn't been the same since uh, Khabib and like all of these like major losses. I mean, last he can't even do anything, dude. The most devastating force pitch ever seen in the iconic Wrigley Field. <laughs> so I say this pitch is a little high. You say it's perfect. Well, the venom is there. The power is there. It's a little off accurate-wise, but, you know, I'm on the one leg. You can see me base uh, fully on the left leg that was just recently injured. I'm happy with that. I'll, I'll, I'll take that on board, yeah? So, so He's happy with that, dude. I love how happy I like he him, is. man. He's a funny guy. I love how happy he is. I mean, the venom was there. The venom was there. It's always there, bro. It's always there with Connor. He's just the most optimistic man on the earth. Like, it's never going to get to him. It's never. I, I don't know what to think because I love him so much, but it's like, I, dude, I think it's over for you. Oh man, that's a big that's a big statement. But yeah, with that break, with that break and shattering of his leg, I don't see him really coming back competitively. Because what the weasel talks about a lot, another plug of the weasel, is that <laughs> I love that he's called the weasel. But yeah, way. it's the funny, it's the goofiest thing. It's like a little weasel like dressed up in MMA is like his logo, but he um. He talks about injuries, and if you take – let's say you have a big win. The big thing with Connor is he had the Mayweather fight, right? He hops out of UFC. He's not fighting competitively within the UFC. He goes over to boxing. He gets – he trains boxing, boxing, boxing. That fight was ridiculous. I think we were watching it together at the Black Rose, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. But the, the Mayweather fight, it was, you know, it was crazy. Everybody saw that fight. He makes millions and millions of dollars through boxing. But that time off, once again – as you take that time off, Dustin is training, 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 training every day. That deficit in time, if you ever take time off, you're just not going to be as competitive because it's it's scaling. So Connor does the fight. He's here. He levels off, and Dustin just keeps, right. keeps scaling up. So it just it, the skill is not there anymore. That's the one thing I'm worried about with my Costa. Click it to pick it, lock of the week, because he's taken so much time off. Whereas uh, Vittori is like raring to go. Like he oh, was he like, fought. Yeah, I'll, I'll fight again. Yeah. yeah. Yo, also, really Vittori cool. fought Adesanya too and lost, but you know, it was, it was not as embarrassing. No, no. He just, he just fought a couple weeks ago. I think. Oh, so Vittori yeah. just won? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, yeah. by the way, I'm going against my own advice. I know that's the, what I was going to say. Yeah. If you lose a big fight, <laughs> there is one caveat. If you lose a big fight and then are 40 pounds heavier than your opponent, the other guy. <laughs> then you should still bet on that guy. <laughs> Man, that's that's just <laughs> uh, who you want hey, who you want Connor to fight next, dude? Jake Paul. Jake Paul. It's it's in the it's in the it's in the works, I hear. That would literally be the biggest fight of all time. I'm not about paying for any of this anymore. That would literally be the biggest fight of all time. Hey, we're start we're talking fighting. What do you think of Jake Paul? Hey, actually. Charlie, what do you, Charlie? Since you've said nothing the entire podcast, yeah, yeah, Charlie, <laughs> Charlie, what do you think of not, Jake Paul? Not, not in the fighting. Specialty fighting is not my my. I'm not an expert in fighting, but Jake Paul, um, I, just, I don't even know much about him. I just, I just said that to contribute, but <laughs> he seems like a piece of shit, but he gets a lot of money for it, so it's. No, like, I don't know much about guy. him, but he seems like a piece of shit. That's. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you guys probably, you guys over at Valuetainment probably are like, oh, Jake Paul, oh, yeah. marketing, marketing, man. Yeah. Right. I like the marketing behind him. The the marketing approach, like he does some interesting things with his thumbnails and the podcast that he has with Logan, yeah. uh, their thumbnails and their style is like pretty good. The, w- the way that they film it and they view it. I mean, you would, you would probably learn a lot off of the podcast too, how they structure it. Um, but yeah, because with every podcast, there's different ways of, of setting it up and handling the scripts and angles and shots and topics. So they have a pretty good podcast. Um, but as far as Jake is concerned, I remember him more in the weird phases of his YouTube career uh, when he and Logan were doing some really crazy stuff on YouTube and Logan went out to Tokyo and went into the dead garden and talked about the hanging people. Do you remember that controversy? Yeah. Yeah. He was like laughing at like, um, dead Dead people, suicide people in, 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 um, in Japan. And so they, that just kind of stained his career. And then they kind of, I admire them for getting into a different industry and actually learning how to fight a little bit. But Jake is the better fighter out of the two, in my opinion, because what Logan's coming off a couple losses, but Jake, you know, he fought Ben Askren for God's sake. Like Ben, oh buddy, love you, Ben. But what'd you do? You know? And then he loses to Jake. So Jake's Jake's beaten a UFC fighter before. Going down with Connor, though, he'll be dead. He'll 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 lose. Like you think even, so? Even with Connor's like broken. Wasn't he kind of picking and choosing who he fights? So he's like he wants that fight though. He would take that fight right now. Well, I yeah, I mean, walk. yeah, I think the size uh, fits up for him. Like, I think I mean, Jake Paul is way bigger than him, isn't well, he? Connor's, Connor's a little little man. I think he's like five nine. That's what I'm saying. He, I think Jake likes that probably, if anything. Yeah, uh, Jake Paul can fight, dude. No, that's what I'm saying. You can't knock either of them, bro. They're they're doing it. So it's like, look, hey, if you go all rounds with Floyd Mayweather, I don't care if you're bigger stronger the man went every round with what some would call the best fighter of all time boxer of all time yeah right it's impressive man did you see what what you mean yeah right yeah right uh you think it was like scripted pacquiao pacquiao crushed him when they fought pacquiao completely destroyed him when they fought he was fighting off a a torn shoulder wait were you watching the same thing i was watching dude Dude, when he was, uh, I believe at the end, Floyd Mayweather won the fight. Are, are I, I hate to, I hate to embarrass you like that. I told you, I told you, I was gonna embarrass you, Barry. <laughs> That's a great clip. I mean, are, are you, are you talking about? I love that clip. That's hysterical. You love the show. If you love, you would love the show. A quick plug here before you, yeah, you would love. I think you should leave. Barry, I love. It's like it's like basically Tim and Eric esque. I actually have a clip um, of of the show. I'll play it here real quick, and then we'll get back. But it's um, the premise is this guy's going to his mom's funeral, yeah, and uh, he uh, a bunch of other shit happens. But right right before his mom's funeral, <laughs> this is all you need to know. He walks up, and this is the song he sings at his mom's funeral. Sing a song, the son of the deceased. Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are. 
Now I'm riding shotgun in your car. We drive through the city like explorers going 65. Blowing hair flying across your face. We left on Friday, now it's Saturday. Press jeans buttoned up, jeans iron slipping up. Red shoes walking slow, headphones flaring three stacks. Sunglasses flaring out, dick watch hanging low. Studded belt pulled top, three stacks on the radio. Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might run away to some place. We, we can be who we are. We can be who we are. I love you, mom. I, I love you, mom. That's not even the premise of the entire episode. <laughs> That's just completely random at the end. Like, literally wasn't set up at all. So, I think you'd like it. It's uh, it's on Netflix. Check it out, dude. There was There was Tim and Eric... And then there was Sam Hyde and Million Dollar Extreme, which I will also shout out. Sam is probably the funniest comedian. Love his material. Gets a little bit kind of like not PC. 2016 gets wait, taken. Wait, wait. He gets PC or the material no, 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 gets no, he, not PC? He's he's not PC. Okay. And his, his show came out 2016, had the best ratings on the network for Cartoon Network or Adult Swim. And then they cut it. Because he was pro, he was a little pro. Someone, we won't say. Excuse me, everyone's pro. Me, everyone knows it. I just built a wall. Just got ten feet higher. Wasn't the case. So, okay, I'll check him out. Check it. Send me a link. Send me a link. Have you? Hey, by the way, speaking of singing, um, have you done any karaoke lately? Dude, last night, baby. Last night, man. Oh yeah, you I'm did it at uh, Nippers. Nippers. Right, should we should we pull that up or should we? Yeah, should we pull it up or should send me uh send me the vid send through you an vid. email? I can load it up. I have to send right. it to you through you email. DMs after this. Right, now, Eric, did you? Uh, hey, Don, did you sing uh, "Birds Flying High"? Yeah, that is. I sang that exactly. That's how I feel. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Yeah, let me send it to you. Hold on, I'll email it. So Don would go up. All right, while you're emailing it, let me get a little background. Don would go up at uh, O'Brien's and sing Michael Bublé. Um, I forget what the actual title of the song is, but it's Birds Flying High. Feeling good, yeah. Because I'm feeling good. And Don's very good at singing. Don's very good at singing, so of course all the girls in the play. Although they were O'Brien's girls, so. Adam, did you see that the um, <laughs> the Penn State? I don't know why I said that. They were all super hot because they were all from FAU. But they were anyway, really nice. Like, they were all very nice. They were nice ladies. Mm-hmm. What happened they to Penn nice State? State? The Penn State Illinois game went to n- nine overtimes. <laughs> no. Yeah, and Illinois won. No. We have a sports highlight for the episode coming in from the sports center. The Illinois. <laughs> <game>. <laughs> Oh man, let me see. Birds flying hot. Dude, that's wild. So Penn State was ranked what? Seven. What's your email? And Illinois was unranked. It went to it went nine OTs and the final score was twenty to eighteen. Just uh hey Don, just reply in my email that I already sent to you. No, that's a really good idea, Adam. Thank you. <laughs> so I don't have to say it out loud. 
Yeah, we don't want the, the fans coming after you. Hold on. <laughs> we know where Adam lives. Well, they already know where I live. I just don't want yeah. them emailing me. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might yeah. fly away. I think uh, you should start singing that at karaoke. I haven't been back to karaoke, dude, because Chicago's still like a little bit. Uh, You're kidding me, bro. A little COVID. A little COVID weary. No, it's not. I got to save. I haven't looked. I used to go to a lot of karaoke here in Chicago. So Don's song in karaoke was um, Feel Good by Michael Buble, whereas mine was Four Non Blondes, What's Up? And I cry sometimes and I'm lying in bed. Remember yeah, that one. Bro? 25 years in my life is still. I'm trying to go to give me love, hope. And then you point to a girl that you like. Or, 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 or another yeah. fun one to do is uh, Michael Jackson's She's Out of My Life. Because that really brings everybody back down. And I like to do that song after someone did like Billy Joel or like Bon Jovi. So everyone's super hyped. Yeah, bro. So everyone's super hyped, Don. And then I get up there and I'm like, she's out of my life. She's out of my life. And then everyone's like, what the fuck happened to this guy? You just break up with his girlfriend? Especially because I'm especially because I'm staring at a girl the entire time who doesn't know me, by the way. But I'm staring it's at saying, her. It's saying that like, the bro. file is too big for <laughs> she's saying the file's too big. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you just hold it up, dude? Hold it up to the camera. Hold on, yeah. Let me get. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's solid. Yeah, see, solid, bro. Yo, freaking nippers, man. crushing it, man. Nippers, yeah. crushing it. Professional videographer over here. So I'll be I'll be home for Christmas. Let me look at my schedule right here. Um, I have the entire week off for Christmas, Monday through Friday, Monday, yeah. December twenty seventh through Friday. Let's let's do some karaoke. Oh, hands down, bro. We might have to hit up uh, O'Brien's or Nippers. All right, before we uh, before we go out here, what's your prediction, Coast? I want everyone's prediction. Yeah. Especially yeah. Charlie's because he knows a lot about this stuff. Um, Costa, <laughs> Costa versus Vittori. Don, who you got? Costa. And what round? And what round? Well, it's five. I got Costa. I got Costa in the third round. Not yeah. Ooh, I was gonna say Vittori third round. So let's okay. go. Well, there you go. I'll make it Costa second round. Second round, early fight. Second round. All right, baby. Clock him out. Yeah, these are some big boys. I think they're gonna be chucking. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's gonna last the full uh the full 25. Oh, I was dude, I was annoyed with the um what was the last big boy fight? I can't even think of their names. The dude with the hammer on his chest. Oh yeah. Oh that fight sucked, I feel like. Did it just a meet with Jan, a Jan, I mean uh, the Nordic nightmare? Is it was it the Nordic nightmare? No, that guy was a boxer. Was it Lobo? No, I think it was two weeks ago or something. I don't know. I don't know. I got Vittori. 
Right. We got Vittori too. Okay. Vittori, let's go. So Adam, you got him in, you got him in a knockout or in a decision? Uh, I think Costa's gonna break his leg in the third round. Okay, so that wow. that's a- if that happens, dude, I'm gonna be freaked out. He's totally throwing What's kicks it? the whole fight. What? We know Costa's a heavy kicker. Well, no. What, what, what is, what's his leg fucked up last, last fight? He doesn't throw punches. He throws a lot of kicks. You know, Costa the kick. Yeah, come to SVP for the deep analysis. <laughs> Costa, who's never thrown kicks in his entire life, is suddenly going to start throwing kicks. Go, oh, to the weasel, go to the weasel yeah. for the in-depth. Yeah. in-depth. So I li- I'm going to listen to that, but I also listen to Chael Sonnen. You Love listen to him? Love him. He's good. He gets a little Colin Cowherd-esque. With his like relationships from sports to like regular life, where he's like trying to relate it to like the regular guy who's like, "Hey, I'm just over here on a construction yeah. site," and he's like, "Well, let me tell you how the UFC is like a crowbar." You know, it's like, <laughs> all right, we don't need like the relationship of what one object means to little, the UFC. Little boomerang. Like Colin Cowherd will be like, "LeBron James is like the Kentucky Derby horse," and let me tell you why. And it's like, all right, dude, we get it. You want yeah. the clip. You want that. You guys get it. Valuetainment. You want the clip, don't you? Yeah. You want the clip. You want the clip. I think this is a good one. We're at yeah. 45 minutes. You said 45 minutes. I'm keeping I'm keeping my word on my end. Super, super easy 45 minutes. Super great. I think so too. I think I think there's a lot more to be gathered off the personal stories. I think we could have a a whole coaching podcast on that. On <sighs> Different ways. Yeah, and, don't know. steal someone's girl twice in one night. <laughs> Chapter one. <laughs> Chapter two. Go to O'Brien's. <laughs> Chapter three. Sing "Feel Good" by Michael Bublé if you want your peeper touched. If you can sing "Feeling Good," sing that song. Absolutely. Probably I think this is good. Go. Hey, I would love to have you back on whenever you want, Donald. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we can talk about other stuff so Charlie can join in. Not much of a UFC fight guy. Yeah, you're laughing now, but when Costa <laughs> breaks his leg in round three. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. That's uh, it. You guys watch the NBA? No. Uh, Charlie, to- that's just going to be you and me still, bud. I used to, man. Dwight Howard, another breaking news. Dwight Howard and Anthony <laughs> Davis were wrestling on the sideline wa- side last night. Like, literally. Do you know who those people are? Breaking sports news because this used to be a sports podcast. (laughs) Got to still have the sports in there. That's why we're talking about UFC. All right, look. Whenever you want to come back on, you're welcome. Uh Aaron, thanks for joining, man. You as well. Hit me up separately. We don't even need Don. Hit me up separately. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you can have a good conversation, though. Uh, but I think this is good. I'm going to try and upload this on uh, Spotify before the fight even starts. So uh, I think we're good here. Okay. Sick. Awesome. It's been All right, real. Play. We'll, be, uh, we'll be in uh, touch. And you know what? To play us out, I'm going to do uh, Friday night, but a little bit more professionally done version. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the SPP tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central. We talk conspiracy theories. Boom. Be sure to watch. Peace. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are. 
Now I'm riding shotgun in your car. We drive through the city like explorers going 65. Flowing hair flying across your face. We left on Friday. Now it's Saturday. Press jeans buttoned up. Jeans iron slipping up. Red shoes walking slow. Headphones blaring three stacks. Sunglasses flaring out. Thick watch hanging low. Studded belt pulled taut. Three stacks on the radio. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might run away to some place we we can be who we are we can be who we are